Hey y'all. Hey, welcome to another episode of Coffee and Collaborations. I'm joined this time by, I don't know if we made the announcement on here. I know we did it on the social media on Facebook Live a couple weeks ago, but we now have an addition to the Coffee and Collaborations family with my friend Al Howard, who is also a business owner of Good Steward Apparel. That's the brand that I first know him for, but since that time, because of collaboration, he's expanded to a couple other brands. So I'll just introduce Al Howard, CEO, fashion guru and designer extraordinaire, and my dear friend, and now the one of the co-hosts, one of the significant co-hosts of Coffee and Collaborations. Welcome to Coffee and Collaborations, Al. Hi, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Glad, glad to be able to talk to you guys and, and be a part of the show. This amazing show. I'm glad to have you. So like I was saying, Al has a few companies. So the first one I knew about was Good Steward Apparel and it's like faith and fashion. What's the hashtag? Faith and fashion or fashion and faith? When we started off, it was, it was uh, faith and fashion. Faith and fashion. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's the beginning. But since that time, he's added a couple other brands to <clears throat> his clothing line. So if you could tell everybody a little bit about Good Steward Apparel and then all of the things that you do. So for those who didn't catch the live, they can know who you are and then also the website. So, yes, when, when we started out, it was it was uh, the tagline was, you know, faith and fashion. Uh, we have narrowed our focus a little bit and really uh, all of our brands focus on changing the culture. So that, mm-hmm. that's the tag. That's the, the newest tagline is changing the culture. So we have three brands all focused on changing the culture from different aspects of fashion. You know, Good Steward Apparel is, is all about casual fashion. It is very Christ centered, uh, Christian based. And then we have No Robots, which caters to the streetwear. And, you know, it goes about, you know, streetwear and really highlighting the extreme uh, sports, you know, kind of scene. And mm-hmm. then we have Be Athletics Unlimited, which is really about fitness and loungewear. So all of them are really about changing the culture in, in different ways and, you know, just coming together to do one mission. Changing the culture. But when you're using the word, what exactly does that mean for you? So I have seen, you know, kind of for a long time, how we are getting away from like being tribe oriented or community oriented and this is being more about self yeah and what i can get what's going to work for me you know how much money can i make all these things but when we do that we leave ourselves we're truly not walking our true purpose you know yes you have to take care of yourself but when we are tribe oriented community based you know, thinking about how can I make someone else's life, life better? That's when we're really walking in our purpose. So that's, that's the culture that we want to change and we want to get people back to stewardship. Yeah. And so if you guys hear his heart, like that is one of the reasons why I thought he would be a great co-host because that's the same messaging that people get through this show, you know, and we've been working together for a while since before now. But that we have to work together. We have to get out of our own personal silos. And at especially at a time right now, like we're so we need each other more than ever. You know, that person, that introvert who has always done things alone now is reaching out to others because 
you don't realize how much you need the next person until you don't have the opportunity to see them. You have to be forced to be isolated from them. And, you know, so to your point, it's a lot that we take for uh, granted until it's stripped from us. Yeah. So what do you have any comments on that as far as the culture and, and what you just said about that for this time with the pandemic happening right now? I think even before this, this pandemic, we have seen where a lot of people seem to have it all. You know, you got mm-hmm. the fame, you got the money, you you have, you know, the, the monetary things and you seem to have it all, but we're still unhappy. Yeah. So and, and we can you know, we, we understand how it feels to give to others like when we when we do something for others like it gives us uh it gives us purpose like it gives us we feel happy inside yeah so we are we already know that that is a a part of us and you know this this is you know just like any other time that we we need to do for others we we can't give it into that culture that says that we need to hoard everything yeah I, i need to i might not get it get anything else so i need to keep everything for myself and I think that's where this pandemic kind of pushes me. I don't, yeah. I'm out of work. I don't have a job. Um, I need to hoard everything for me and my family. But when we have this community mindset, we can get more done and we can take care of each other. That's right. That's true. And so, and, and thinking about that, you were talking about giving back. And that's one of the principles and foundations I think we should all carry with us mm-hmm. through life. Like, like to your point, not just during this pandemic prior to it and following it. Like if you've never been a big giver, this is the greatest opportunity to begin. And the thing mm-hmm. is, nobody's asking anybody to give everything away. It's what comes like if, if you have a thought, I think we're all built with instincts, obviously, right? And yeah. you have a thought, like I want to give to this particular organization or this person or the person that walking by me on the street. But then you might have this second thought that says, but what about me? And so I just want to challenge people to go with that first thought. There's that uh, concept of the three second rule. When you don't let your second thought take over the first one and you just do whatever is on your heart to do in that first three to five seconds, do that and begin to give, you know, in a new way. And from here, you'll see a difference in the quality of your life, the relationships you can build and all of that. So um, one of the things that I really love and we talked about it on the live um, with Good Steward Apparel and what you all are doing as far as your initiative right now with inspiring hope. And so can you tell us a little bit about that? Because it's really important. We were having a conversation prior to this, you guys, to prepare for the first uh, podcast that we did together, which I'm like, I'm acting like I'm not as excited as I am, but <laughs> I'm really excited because I know I can get real high pitch when I get real excited. So I'm, I'm trying to not make the microphone squeal, but I'm really excited. So when we were preparing for this, we were talking about what we were going to talk about for the first uh, podcast episode together. We were talking about how speaking of culture fashion leaves such a a impact on times like this and even beyond this and so back to your giving can you talk to us a little bit about fashion and how it makes a great message and what you all are doing through good steward apparel so we i um you know going through this this pandemic i think if you if you try to really focus on one of the things i've learned and one of the things god has shown me if you focus outward and mm-hmm. stop focusing so much inward, it decreases your anxiety like a lot. 
Yeah. You know, in a time where we have so much uncertainty, you know, where you don't know if you're going to be able to make money, if you're going to be able to pay your mortgage, your rent, you know, you don't know if anybody's going to get sick or anything. If you can take that and try to focus outward and use that energy for some good, it's going to make you feel better. And you're yeah. also going to be able to do some good. So we, we saw that, you know, people are scared and people are in crisis mode. So we felt like this was an opportunity to inspire hope because when we have hope, like it, 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 it motivates us to do so much more. Yeah. Um, and, and you already have these people out here, you know, the, in the healthcare field that are, are working. So we wanted to do two things. We wanted to inspire hope and we also wanted to fill that need in helping the people on the front lines of, of this pandemic. So, right. you know, we have, uh, we started manufacturing masks that say inspire hope. We have t-shirts and we have, um, we've even done some bags that we haven't released yet that, you know, have that same message of inspire hope. So think about when, if somebody's reading that message on a mask, you know, that mask already, it kind of gives you an idea of the current situation that we're in, mm -hmm. you know, it kind of hits you in the face, but that message is also going to tell you to be hopeful. Yeah. Even, even in, in a pandemic, you can still inspire hope. You can still do good and remind people to pass that message on. And that, that was the goal. Yeah. So through our, our sales, uh, we've dedicated to use a portion of our sales to manufacture and deliver uh, medical supplies for healthcare facilities that are fighting uh, this pandemic. We also opened it up on our website at goodstewardapparel.com for people if they just want to sponsor. You can sponsor in increments of $5. And, you know, I, I know a lot of times when we're doing stewardship, we feel like a little bit is like, it's, it's just so little that it can't do any good. But every little bit matters. That's right. Like, $5 could possibly buy one mask and a face shield. And if you put all that all that money together with everyone else's and with the revenue that we're putting together, like that can do a whole lot. Yeah. And, and, and we've, we, I think we've managed to do a, a good amount of good, you know, sending uh, medical supplies to local hospitals. And we, we're still working on it. Like we're, we're preparing to send out the next two orders, you know, next week. So that's so hot. So it's just taking that message of Inspire Hope, putting it on clothing, mask, you know, all of the items that you have, the bag that's coming and getting that out to the world. And I remember you saying you guys were working on that prior to this even happening. So when something is a, a not the masks and, you know, the whole nine, but the Inspire Hope uh, messaging. And so yeah. that's one of the things that I really love about Good Store Apparel, why I really started buying um, and reaching out to you for shirts and t-shirts, I mean, blouses and different things like that <laughs> because of the positive messages. Um, and like to your point, somebody walking down the street having a bad day and they read a shirt, um, a sweatshirt, a bag or whatever that has some sort of a message that makes them think and get beyond where they are. And I hear people say that all the time, like, They'll see a shirt that somebody has on. They'll see a message and they'll be inspired by it. And even if it's not words, colors, materials, patterns, mm -hmm. and all of that also helps to brighten people's moods and, you know, shift the atmosphere. And so I, I would, I love how you have taken fashion and 
been able to use that to spread a message consistently. How many years has it been now? Uh, about four years. Yeah. It's been about four years. We started off with Good Steward Apparel as, as the parent company. And then we, we grew into, you know, the other brands, Be Athletics Unlimited and No Robots. And thinking about your story uh, brought me back to when we when we first, it was in our beginning, our first year. Uh-huh. And our one of our first shirts, our first shirts des- a shirt design was um, Jesus for everybody. Yeah. And I was I was waiting at a, a fast food place. I felt like the the cashier was ignoring me. You know, I was waiting, and she she was like ignoring me, and I'm still waiting. And I was also in the, in a hurry. And you know, I'm starting. I felt myself starting to get irritated. Mm-hmm. While the lady was kind of doing everything else, and and you know, and I, I was trying to get out of there, and I felt myself getting irritated. A lady from uh, someone else, another you know person working at the at the place from the back, says, "Hey, I like your shirt." And you know, I looked down at my shirt, and it says Jesus for everybody. I was like, "Yeah, this is not this is not uh, you know a representation of Jesus right now." Right. And, that, and, that, and it made me calm down instantly. Yeah. Like I was, I, I just felt a lot different, and I think that's that's what clothes can do. Yeah. It can be a reminder for you, and it can be a reminder for somebody else that looks at it to to whatever that message is to you know encourage them. Yeah. So that's that's what the goal is. Yeah. And I wear that shirt a lot. I still have it. It the, It's held up through all the washes and everything. It almost looks like I just got it. Like none of the lettering is faded or anything. But um, I wear it a lot to conferences. Um, mm-hmm. Different things that I know I'm going to be around a lot of people. And I want to sh- uh, share that positive message. I might wear it with like a blazer. I've worn it with like a tucked in into like a high-waisted skirt. I've just worn it so many different ways. But and every single time somebody compliments me on that shirt, or they, they might just say, "Yes, he is." Or, <laughs> I'm like, "Huh?" Like your shirt? Oh, yes, he is. And so it's like an instant. That's another thing. Like it brings people together, and that's what it's about. You know, your stewardship can help to bring people together, inspiring a positive message, but also helping to implement and create that culture that you were talking about earlier. And so, yeah, I wear my Jesus is for everybody shirt all the time. <laughs> and and a, and a lot of our the items that say things like some of our T-shirts or bags or stuff, we are very thoughtful in what message that we want to to send. Mm-hmm. Like we want it to be in the current culture that we're in. Uh, we want it to be a message that caters to that current culture of something that. So when we first came out with that shirt, and I think I, I still think now the message still resonates, like you said. Like, I felt like we were in a culture where Christians felt like Jesus was just for them. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus is not for, you know, maybe somebody who doesn't believe in Jesus. Jesus is just for the Christians, but that's not what he came here for. Mm-hmm. So it was a reminder that Jesus is for everybody. The, yeah. the, the people that don't believe in Jesus, the people that believe in Jesus, the people who are not doing well, who are homeless or whatever, Jesus is for everybody. And yeah. I think very often as as Christians, we think, oh, it's, it's my Jesus. He's just mm-hmm. for me. He's not for you. He's just for me. And we kind of use, use it as a weapon at times. So it was it was a minor. And, and also to you know get that conversation started, that Jesus is for everybody. Yeah. 
I love that. And I mean, to me, it's just a reminder of, of what the representation is. So if Jesus is love and love is for everybody, Jesus is for mm-hmm. everybody. So you can yep. break that down into different words. You know, each person can whatever he represents for you. Salvation, um, love, giving, service, you know, whatever you, he represents for you for those who aren't Christians to your point, some people just can talk about him being a great prophet. So if you just talk about him being a great prophet or a great leader, um, whatever that is, it is for everybody. Now, you know, we can go to the religious or spiritual side of it and belief system. And of course I stick by that, but even beyond that, it's just such a powerful message because you can take that word and the name and make it your own. So it also helps to build relationship for me. Um, and I just love that. I love that. I love how fashion can make an impact in the culture. I love how fashion can inspire stewardship, something we would never think about. How it can inspire love and like to your point earlier, hope and all of those things. I just, I love it. So that's why I love this guy. One of the reasons why I love Al Howard and what he represents his whole family life and you know, his life as a professional and then being in the healthcare industry and the things that you're doing, um, you all are doing as a company to continue to help those others in the healthcare industry. It's just amazing. So I want to talk about, we were talking about collaboration too. We were talking about like core things that are necessary in collaboration. So for this collaboration, this new collaboration, for us to work well together, there's a couple things that we're going to have to do. I've had the show by myself, but what I told Al, and I've had a co-host with James Branch. He's still a co-host, but he likes being behind the scenes and he's more my engineering partner. And um, I did want somebody this entire two years. I've wanted somebody to be a co-host with me. I, I want to be able to u- uh, use this platform to help more entrepreneurs to have a stage to get their message out. You know, that it's a lot of good stuff happening and sometimes not as many resources to back up the good. And so if mm-hmm. I can do my part to be a resource, I want to do that. So I was talking to Al, we were talking about collaboration and the integrity behind collaboration, the different things that have to come with it for it to be successful. So, I mean, if you just start with us, one thing we have to do is communicate. <laughs> And I can't be, you know, I, even though it's my show, I don't want to be like, we're going to do what I say do. Like I told Al, I want him to share some of the ideas and things that he wants to talk about. Um, maybe some of the live things that he wants to do. And so you'll see, hopefully, <laughs> I'm hopeful, you'll see um, all of that come, some of his personality come through. Um, but one of the things we were talking about, because it just happened, is planning in collaboration and communication and so Teddy Riley and Babyface did a live performance what well, they attempted to it was like a battle Teddy Riley versus Babyface and for those of you who watched it or tried to watch it I was reading the comments you got to go back and look out I was reading the comments those comments <laughs> those I know I'm sure they were bad yeah say what I said I'm sure they were bad Oh, they were fun me. Those yeah. comments set this one guy I read, he was like, I set up a date night for this. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, we're sitting here on the couch. But um it, you have to go this the comments are always so funny. But anyway, yeah. and so I was thinking about that from a working together perspective. Babyface, I hats off to him because he was just sitting there 
calm, waiting, patient. You know, his sound was great. Nobody's sound is, when it's technology, it, this sort of a format is very difficult to have perfect sound throughout. Like, it might be really, really great, but perfect is almost impossible. And so he had really great sound. But Teddy Riley's sound, it was echoing, reverb. I mean, it was all over the place. You could barely hear uh, sometimes. So for those of you who watched it, you know what I'm talking about. And so think about that for a second. If you have something that you're going to be doing with someone else and millions potentially of people are going to be watching this, what are some of the things that you think that they could have done potentially knowing that there's that large percent of something going wrong to ensure mm-hmm. that maybe it didn't? And I don't know if it's on Babyface's side or if it's, if it's on Teddy Riley's side or both sides, but we thought it would be fun to talk about that for a little bit. And so, um, Al, you want to add some, <laughs> add your opinion or thought to that? I think, I think whenever you do a collaboration, um, the first things you need to talk about is just expectations. Yeah. Um, you need to get down the expectations of which, what each party is going to bring and also have a goal in mind. So yeah. I think, I think the goal in mind of these are, is to entertain people while we're stuck in the house. Yeah, I think you know a lot of DJs, a lot of people have done it, a lot of artists have done it, and that's that's it's been it's been it's been great. Yeah, but I think they didn't have that conversation about expectations mm-hmm. because you know we are social distancing and Babyface, like you said, Babyface was by himself, and you know I've seen all these memes about you know Teddy Riley having you know people doing videos, he had dancers and you know they, they <laughs> But they, they did all these memes just kind of roasting him, like how he had all these people and still couldn't get it right. I think one meme said he was, um, they had his picture and it said, this is a picture of somebody who was overly prepared and under, underprepared at the same time. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. like, Man. Yeah, they're going in. People with these memes, they jump on them like, I think you're yeah. watching it, making memes. But yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, expectations, because even in the beginning, it was kind of like, okay, so what are we going to do? So we're going to do it for, uh, okay, you do two minutes and then I'll do two minutes or what, how you want to do it. And then when it was all the confusion, it was like, are we going to start over? You want to start over or what? And so it was like one of the other tips in collaboration, like I mentioned earlier, is just communication. What was the fail safe? Like there seemed to be, no sort of a backup. Like if it, if something did go wrong, how are we going to be communicating to each other during this? Cause everybody's like, somebody call, somebody yeah. call Babyface. Like somebody tell Teddy Riley that he need to get some of them people out of there. Like what was the fail safe? And so communication and expectations, definitely. What's another, what's another one? And definitely like expectation. I like, if, if, okay, if you go battle somebody. Talking about expectation is, you know, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna battle one on one, not me against your whole team. Like that's that's <laughs> like that, I think that would just been a conversation. Like that's right, yeah. That's not necessarily a battle. Like <laughs> right, and, and mind you guys, like I love me some Babyface and I love me some Teddy Riley. Like Babyface was, uh, I think, end of the '80s, early end of the '80s when I first heard about him. And then Teddy Riley was, he took over the nineties, like, yeah. you know, everybody's songs. And I didn't realize some of the songs that they had produced or written or whatever. So it was kind of cool 
expectations and communication are key to any work. Collaboration just means working together. Plain and simple. It means working together. You have your piece of the puzzle. I have my piece of the puzzle. We bring those pieces together for a successful collaboration. Um, It's generally a little bit different from cooperation because you're generally working together um, in the same vein. Like cooperation, I might be helping Al, you know, and working with him on his vision. So it's a little bit different. I love both. But collaboration is the thing that really, to me, helps uh, change legacy and communities and different things like that. But it definitely would have changed that. But I just, you know, that's a great real world example. And then, like you said, like he had his one self and, you know, he did just overcome COVID. So yeah. he did, he just over, babyface just overcame, uh, COVID-19 and came out on the other side victoriously. But Teddy Riley did have a whole team. So, you know, what was that conversation? Like, you know, are we bringing microphones or is this going to be a show? Cause it seemed, it seemed like he was set up for a show and Babyface was set up for like making sure the production, it seemed like he was more in production mode while, uh, like music production mode while Teddy Riley was in performance mode. So even being on the same page, you know, from a vision perspective, back to your point of expectations is key to collaboration. And I, I think you can also, you know, when, whenever you go into a collaboration, you also have to ensure that you maintain the integrity of your brand. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, having that, that, that conversation before that, okay, we are doing this because we're entertaining people doing social distancing. Uh-huh. Maintaining your integrity is not having a whole bunch of people there. You know, <laughs> we, we, we still need to make sure that we are, you know, being an example of social distancing. Like that's mm-hmm. the whole reason we're doing it. So it was kind of a, it can be a, a contradictory message. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I want to pick up on that Al, um, because you talk about social distancing and, um, people really getting and understanding that through your posts on social media. And so mm-hmm. I know it's kind of a frustration for you. Like when you see certain things like that, it's, or maybe frustration might not be the best word, maybe concern. Um, when you see people like that who are, Maybe it's a, a organization or even just girlfriends going, doing something or just whatever. Going for whole, a walk. Going for a walk. Yeah. Like just understanding <laughs> the social distancing and, um, what that means. So like, so for you, is it because you're in the health field that it's like such a, uh, point for you? And, and what does it mean for you as a result of people not following the rules? So it's, it's that I'm in the healthcare field. It's also the personal impact to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see so many other people in the healthcare field. So I have, I have four kids. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I would normally go to work and I would come home and my kids would scream my name, daddy, daddy. And it, it would just, you know, after a rough day, it would just bring so much excitement and it would just, you know, just, it just makes you feel up inside. Yeah. So much love and people, you know, your kids would be excited about seeing you. Yeah. And now, you know, when I come home, it's like, hold up. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta put all this stuff down. My wife is trying to spray me with Lysol. You know, I, I have to go take a shower. I gotta wash my hair, you know, do all these things before I can give my family a hug and a kiss. Yeah. So, and I, I'm ready to get this over with as, as soon as possible. 
Yeah. And not to, you know, and, and that may seem like a, a kind of a selfish thing, but you think about these are what uh, people in the medical field, and not just people in the medical field, these are what people, cashiers, these are what people go through on the front lines of this probably every day. Mm-hmm. And this is like, it's, a, it's crazy how we're going through this because we can't be on the same page for, for really anything. I, I joke with people sometimes um, what, what people do a lot of conspiracy theories. Like mm-hmm. I like messing with people that do conspiracy theories. Like you, you can't, you can barely get uh, people in a group of, uh, in a, in a room, a group in a room to agree on something. And this is one of those things that you have to get everybody to be in agreement that we're going to stay away from each other. Mm-hmm. And, and it really shows how, how much we are not community minded. Yeah. Like we, we do, uh, uh, sometimes people don't want to sacrifice anything. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to sacrifice, you know, some of these, you know, being around people or, you know, going outside or doing these things. We don't want to sacrifice these things when, you know, there are people, we're putting people's lives in danger. Yeah. Like we, we're mean, literally putting people's lives in danger. And so this is one of the, another reason why it's a great time for us to work together, like to really think about the next person. So you may not get sick, but what about, the person that you're coming into contact with, like you were talking about your children. Now, one of the things that I always talk about is faith. Like I have faith that God is going to see us through whatever, but I also have sense. And so, and I also want to follow laws and rules and things like that. And so, you know, looking statistically and, and following trends and, and all of that across the world, of the effects of doing one behavior versus another, you know, I, th- I, I read that they just opened back up uh, the Florida beaches. And so yes. how is that? Say again? Yes, and it, and it was packed. And it in was a, packed. In a few hours, in an hour probably. Right. It was like uh, somebody broke the chain and everybody, like when the, when it's, when you're trying to get to the bank, uh, when yes. it's first opening, because you know your check is got to get cashed. Back in the day, oh, I remember those days being at the bank, yes. like first thing. But it was like that, like the bank is <clears> open, <throat> let's run. But we are used to, especially in America, the home of the free. Um, we are used to freedom. We're not used to having restrictions and things like that. And so, one of the things that we need to understand, you know, back to your point, is that we have to be thoughtful and and focus on others more so than ourselves so look beyond the selfish i want to go to the beach i love going to the beach like i love spontaneous trips where we get up and go to the beach spring break sophie and i would have been at the uh, beach two weeks ago but Mm -hmm. the beach was closed i couldn't go to the beach we could go for walks and you know it's a couple other things that we could do but definitely when this time is passed i'll be at the beach so i think it's just you know, it's just significant for us to really think about others. Back to your earlier point, just think about others beyond ourselves um, and really take this time to think of like how you can live your life a little selflessly, all of us, and um, be able to help the next person because we can all get through this. And then so when the next thing happens, we can learn from this and grow from there, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and we are, we all connected. Even if you have like a selfish mindset, like the more we are not, you know, social distancing, the longer it's going to take yeah. for us to, for this to linger and for us to go through this. Like we're, we're all connected. 
And, you know, this is a perfect example that shows how connected we are. Like your, your actions and the things that we do on a daily basis, they do affect other people. Yeah, they do. And so what if we take that into our businesses? I mean, back to collaboration. What if we take that into our businesses, into our relationships with our spouses, children, uh, family members, whatever? What if we take that into into our lives? Then it the, this is totally different world. And, you know, it sounds so big sometimes to people. Yeah. You know, when you talk about stuff like that, hope sounds big. Something, anything that's like not negative sounds big to people and impossible but it's so possible and so what i want to show with coffee and collaborations i brought out on because i want to show so a lot of times people think when you're in business when you have a podcast when you're doing all these different things it's because you want a platform to for people to hear you and for people to uh, uh for you to be able to use your platform to share everything that you have going on in your life, which it is an, an opportunity. But for me, I've always used my platform to try to uplift someone else. And I want to continue to do that. Al is the same way. And so I think about how many more entrepreneurs, how many more subjects can we tackle? How much more can we talk about and be able to inspire if there's more than one person? Me, because I can't do everything alone. Like I, I absolutely cannot. Even though I try my best to do a lot, I can't. <laughs> so I'm thinking about, so just think about this for a second. I want you all to write into the show. You can go to info at coffeeandcollaborations.com. That's info at coffeeandcollaborations.com. You could also go to the Coffee and Collaborations Facebook page. You can follow the Coffee and Collaborations Media YouTube channel. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Wherever we are, you can send us a message of things that you want to hear about. On my personal page, I've been talking about finance, credit repair, um, these SBA loans, anything around saving, trading, stocks, you know, all of that stuff around the financial arena. What should I do in a pandemic? What should I do after a pandemic? What should I do personally in my finances to win, right? Mm -hmm. So that information, I want to convert that and transfer it to the coffee and collaborations podcast so we'll have more financial advisors we'll have some marketing specialists so tell us what you think like what do you want to hear about when it comes to your business your organization your community who do you want to hear from tell us and so we can use our resources to reach out to others and it's not just a north carolina thing although we're centered in north carolina i have resources across the globe and i when i say across the globe i mean it it's not specific to North Carolina. This show actually has reached as far as Africa. Um, James knows all the other countries. I believe he said Hungary. I don't know. A whole bunch of places, countries and continents. And so we are looking to be a voice or the voiceless, but then also to spread a light, continue to spread a light. And people have things that you want to hear about. So let us know. Info at coffeeandcollaborations.com or any of the other platforms. Make sure if you don't have a mask or even if you do have a mask and you want to be able to give one to someone else and or you want to be able to give one to someone else, go to goodstewardapparel.com and you can either give a donation of $5 or more. You can buy a mask that says uh, Inspire Hope or has hope on it. Uh, what is it, $16, Al? Yes. For those masks, it's $16. And there are pictures and things 
um, if you follow his website and his page at Good Steward Apparel. So I want you guys to be excited for what's to come. It's, it's a time where we're isolated, but we are able to do things like move forward and create great connections that from here on, I, I'm looking forward to following the track to see what is going to happen as a result of even greater and more collaboration. Anything you want to say, Al, before we close out? Uh, yes, just, you know, we opened it up because, you know, as, as people start to open up, you know, the government and other facilities, they're also, you know, saying that everyone needs to wear a mask. So we also opened it up to, uh, you know, for people to be able to buy more masks at one time. So we have deals for like a five pack, a three pack and a 10 pack, you know, to, okay. to make it a little cheaper and make it a little better, but still be able to be uh, responsible and protect yourself. Nice. <clears throat> and, you know, the, the goal is to, to do some good, to really have that, that tribe mentality. Um, one of the things of, you know, we talked about how people think a little bit can't do a lot. Um, stewardship, I realized stewardship has been in my blood for a long time. My grandmother, you know, we, we came from very humble beginnings, but she would cook for people. You know, she would make, you know, for holidays, hey, she would, you know, do all, all these things. And while we couldn't give a lot, you know, that did a lot for people. Yeah. Even if they, they were not hungry, it's something about good food that just warms you inside, especially when it's made with love and heart. Yeah. You know, while I'm, I'm, I'm not the cook my grandmother was, I can do, you know, I can spread a message of hope and I can open it up for other people to feel good when they make a purchase, when they're wearing something that they are instantly giving back to someone else. So yeah. I think all of us have a duty to be a good steward. Yes, we do. I second yeah. that. I second. So you guys go out, be a good steward, shine your light because somebody is actually waiting for you to shine so that they feel that they'll have permission to do the exact same. So go out, be a steward and shine. Make sure to come back for the next episode of Coffee and Collaborations. Follow us, coffeeandcollaborations.com. You can find all of our past radio shows and podcast episodes there and find out a little bit more about Coffee and Collaborations. We'll be updating the page, of course, with our announcement of adding Al Howard. But follow us on social media where we stay a little bit more current and up to date with the hot new information. Guys, I am so excited once again. I'm going to give a round of applause and a congratulatory welcome to my friend Al Howard. Have a great rest of your day.